0: Welcome, thanks for checking out episode one of the Old Guy Metal Cast, where a couple of old guys will be hanging out, smoking some weed, talking some shit about OG metal, grandpa metal, if you will. Uh, I am Jim Vicious, of course, joined by Mr. Bobby Blades. Hey, what's up? And we're kicking it off this time with the top five death metal albums of the 90s. We've each prepared our own top five. I'm not going to say best because, you know, I'm saying my favorite top five.
1: Right. Our favorites. A.K.A. The best. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best in our eyes. Yeah. I don't want to hear people bitching. You didn't even need to put this album on. Tell me your top five, baby. Hit yeah. me up. Send, send them an email. And give me your top five on Twitter at Suplex City Limit and on Twitter at Inhuman Experience. What is your uh, What is your fucking no, Twitter? We, Sorry. We've
1: got a new Twitter because we. We've been canceled from Twitter, so we're back there now on at Inhuman Cafe, so you can hit us up there. Well, there you go. Let's get into this shit. Okay.
0: <clears throat> now, I have honorable mentions. I will save honorable mentions for bands that have an album in the top five for when we get there, so I'll do their honorable mention then. So honorable mentions now would be bands that have not made the top five.
1: Oh, see, I didn't write that. I just wrote that down for bands that were not in the top five.
0: Well, I'm going to throw some of these out here. uh, I'll save, like I said, the albums uh, for bands that are in the top five with a different album. But uh, Morbid Angel did not make my top five with any albums, so I would give uh, honorable mentions to Covenant and Domination. Blasphemy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Carcass, Heartwork, from 1993. Uh, two albums from Internal Bleeding, The Extinction of Benevolence from 97, Driven to Conquer from 99. Um, I would even throw Niall's first album in there, Amongst the Catacombs of Nefrinka. Fuck, that album name sucks. Uh, Broken Hope, Swamped in Gore, 1991. That's a fucking banger. Um, but I suppose that's pretty much all my honorable mentions for bands that have no albums in the top five you got any offhand
1: jesus christ you have a much more fleshed out um list than i've got a fucking professional (laughs) baby (laughs) um but yes uh you're gonna be pissed at me for some of my honorable mentions i think because they weren't in my top five but i'm gonna start it off with suffocation and their album breeding the spawn Uh, Christian, with their first album, I Was Too Lazy to List the Name, (laughs) Uh, Incantation, Nile, of course, with Amongst the Catacombs, and Death with Scream Bloody Gore.
0: Mm. I would also throw Death Symbolic on my uh, honorable mentions, possibly. But, okay. So there you go, that's our... Some honorable mentions. Uh, I guess we'll just kind of go back and forth. With uh, I actually have them ranked 5 to 1. So
1: Okay, I ranked it 1 to 5, but I can just switch it up and go 5 to 1.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah, we'll build to the top. Yeah. So my number 5 album, uh, death metal album in the 90s, Malevolent Creation, Fine Art of Murder from
1: 1998. Ooh. <laughs> Very
0: this good. Was, uh, I just, I was just, I've been jamming all these albums, uh, lately, but I believe that Brett Hoffman returned for this album. It's just a fucking ass kicker, man. It also came out on Pavement Records. You remember Pavement Records? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Fuck, man. Uh, but yeah, that's just a really kick-ass death metal album. Uh, they don't have the standard, you know, Brett Hoffman doesn't do the standard death metal vocals, which I dig. Uh, there's just a lot of shit in there, really technical album, just a kick-ass album. Uh, Malevolent Creation often gets overlooked in the, you know, the top death metal bands, so.
1: Yeah, it's been a few handfuls of years since I've heard that. Um, now remind me, what are the vocals like? If they're not the Cookie Monster type, are they more the, the death vocals where it's kind of like they're screaming stuff?
0: It's a lower tone, but it's definitely not like the low, you know, death growl stuff. Okay. I should have had you listen to this ahead of time, probably. (laughs)
1: Yeah, because I I would have wanted to check out what I didn't put on my top five list.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I guess you you can join a lot of the people who may probably check some of these out after the fact if they've never heard them. Yeah, I'm
1: actually going to revisit these.
0: Yeah, that's my number five. what's your number um, five
1: my number five is something that a lot of people probably wouldn't call it death metal but i call it death metal because it kind of fits into that and that is nocturnus with the key um uh, that was probably one of my favorite I, I like shit that doesn't sound like death metal it's more of the uh growled or scream type vocals uh, lots of weird keyboards and sci-fi sounds into it and it's just uh i don't know it was an all-around banger for me
0: wow you know i can't say that i've even really listened to that album um what ethereal tomb is that the one you're talking
1: about oh no the key their first album
0: oh the key from 90
1: yeah going all the way back to 90
0: yeah i don't know they only have three albums man
1: uh, well, they just came out with a new one called... Mm. Uh, it has not been
0: updated to Wikipedia.
1: Paradox. Yeah, Nocturnus AD, because the name Nocturnus, there's a legal battle going on. And so they're, oh. they're Nocturnus AD now, and their new album is a follow-up to The Key, which is called Paradox. And it's that's pretty good, too. It's it's definitely a throwback to the 90s.
0: They're in uh, the same boat as Entombed, who's got Entombed AD. Yeah. <laughs> same difference. <laughs> Like, there's any real profitability to either of those bands, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, that's like. It's like, like, the Misfits, and. Like, if they. If uh, Danzig wanted to be a dick about it and actually keep the Misfits name, it, Jerry only would probably call it Misfits AD or some shit like that, man.
0: That's what everybody does, yeah. yeah. Just add AD on there. Fuck it. Alright, well, I'm going to check that out. Um, keyboards makes me a little worrisome, but.
1: Yeah, you it's, know? It's not in the way that you think. It's. It's a very eerie type vibe. And then there's like screamed vocals where he's like, Jesus wept, standing in blood, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, shit like that. So it's uh, it's definitely worth a checkout.
0: Hmm. Well, there you go. That's a, that's a left field one. This one is not. My number four, Deicide, Once Upon the Cross. Uh, it is my favorite Deicide album. I think it's their best one. Uh, honorable mention for Legion which probably made your top five somewhere. But uh, for me, Once Upon the Cross is just the pinnacle of Deicide. The songs come together. They've got, it's got, I mean, dare I say catchy, (laughs) but it's got catchy shit, man. Uh, More than Legion. I think it's just better put together of an album than Legion. But yeah, Deicide, Once Upon the Cross.
1: Sweet. Yeah, that's definitely... I was having a hard time with that because I was going, you know, as we were talking about on the previous episode, going back and forth between Legion and Once Upon the Cross, whereas uh, like Once Upon the Cross was their pinnacle album, probably the last best album they ever made. Uh, but Legion just has that very raw type feel to it. And, you know, uh, Glenn Benton is singing about demons and shit like that. It just I thought it was amazing.
0: Hmm yeah i mean like i said you know no one's wrong uh for picking legion i I will not say you're wrong uh for that i just prefer it more so let's see here yeah once upon the cross 95 after that serpents of the light which i was not a fan of then i'm really not a fan of now the songs are pretty good but the guitars are fucking thinner than an anorexic volleyball player and then yeah. after that, incinerate him. It's uh, it's kind of downhill from there.
1: Yeah, they, they wanted to get off that record label, so they just rushed out the last two albums that were on Eeriek. Or not Eeriek, uh, Roadrunner.
0: Yeah. Well. Uh, so there you go. So Legion is on yours? or Oh,
1: uh, yes. Legion is. It's not my number four, but it is on Oh, yours. okay.
0: All right. Well, I don't know what you're going to talk about when we get to it, but what's your number four? <laughs>
1: My number four is Morbid Angel with Covenant 1993. Yeah. Yeah, you're and
0: definitely not wrong with that.
1: It's just uh, too good. I mean, when I heard that album, it had the right amount of the kind of vocals that I really dig. And it also had just David Vincent getting all weird doing that. Bow to me faithfully. There, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah that, that was the shit back then. Mm.
0: Yeah, for me. It- uh dominations my favorite morbid angel album uh but you know you're definitely not wrong with covenant uh that's a really good album as well covenant's from 93
1: yeah okay you know how i feel about the early morbid angel albums even though they're i i love that raw feel and just like to know how they started off and with different vocalizations and everything and so those kind of styles it's like i can get into that vibe
0: We're, we're what, five, six years apart in age, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it is in this sense because you like a lot of things that are like pre what I like from bands, really, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I found that a bunch of times. Like you like the earlier albums that to me, I'm just like, eh, didn't really jump on until later. And when I go back and listen to those, they're not, you know, from me. So that's interesting. Um, Legion, you know, you go the same with uh, Deicide. Same here with Marble Angel. Our favorite one is like... Your favorite one and then mine's the next it's one.
1: split apart. It's yeah. By by probably the same age gap that we have.
0: About three years. Yeah. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so there you go. Uh, number three. This one's a little different because they are melodic death metal. I had to look up. I don't feel like they're particularly death metal, but... Everybody seems to throw them in there, so At the Gates, Slaughter of the Soul.
1: Ah, okay, see, I would not have even pegged them for being Melodic Death Metal. I was thinking more that they were Melodic Black Metal.
0: Yeah, everywhere I looked, had them listed as Death Metal, Melodic Death Metal, people talking about how uh, the Slaughter of the Soul was you know, such an interest, you know, such a change, you know, like... Uh, John, were changing for the, you know, death metal and shit. So uh, they get in here, Slaughter the Soul. That album, I wish somebody would remaster it because the production on it is good, but it's that early 90s, it's really low and shit. You know, you can't yeah. blast it up somewhere because it's just <laughs> half as loud as a modern album.
1: <laughs> you try to turn that up and you'll hear like all the flaws.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah exactly but that first uh the first track on that two got really popular in that time too they played on headbangers ball it kind of really got a lot of attention but i was listening to that album again this week and it fucking rips man yeah
1: slaughter of the soul. i love that guy how he screams man he it's kind of a mixture of danny filth and like a, a deeper growl
0: yeah yeah and the way that the album starts off too with the crazy like the we are blind fuck it's awesome <laughs> So there you go.
1: And then I don't know what happened to them after that, but then again, I'm. Also uh, that was their last
0: album. They before they broke up, and then they got back together, okay. uh, somewhat recently.
1: Didn't they, um, or didn't somebody from that band, At the Gates, form The Haunted?
0: Yeah, The Haunted is uh, is connected with it. Yeah, okay. people after after they left At the Gates uh, started that band. But yeah, their albums. were, this was the last, was a '95. And then it didn't put an album until 2014, so.
1: Oh wow, okay, yeah. See, I always get them confused with In Flames.
0: Oh, I don't know how you, yeah. It's just I guess names. similarish names.
1: Yeah, just the names. It's like God, At dude. The Gates and In Flames, and for me it seems kind of interchangeable almost, even though it's not really.
0: Until you're looking for something that kicks ass, you put in at. You would think you're putting in at the gates, and then <laughs> instead you get like Robin Hood metal. You fucking. I think of like the Jester race, which I did like back in the day, but it's like fucking Robin Hood metal. Oh, you know. Uh, yeah. It sounds like fucking. It just <laughs> reminds me of like dudes running around in the woods.
1: It's like, um, are, are you into three inches of blood at all? When they were around.
0: Fuck yeah, dude! I, okay. I like that band.
1: Yeah. So. I'm thinking, like, what you're talking about as power metal, but, like, these people are really into, like, the the Viking style of metal, so they're singing about Mjolnir and all that shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so fucking running through the forest on Viking ships.
0: I don't know if their lyrics of the Jester's Race album really uh, reflect that. It's just the feel of it. It's, a, it's just, like, this really, like, kind of old-timey thing, but yeah. anyway... Slaughter the Soul at the Gates, my number three.
1: Fuck yeah, nice one. All right, so my number three is pretty much a given. Um, I mean, at least for you and to anybody who's heard episode one. And that is Cannibal Corpse, Tomb of the Mutilated, 1992.
0: It's just, there you go. Uh,
1: fucking the, it was the first Cannibal Corpse album I heard, and it was just insane.
0: Well, are you going to be surprised <laughs> to hear
1: my number? Well, that
0: was number three. So, we've been able to tell you, my number two is Cannibal Corpse The Bleeding. Honorable mention for Tomb of the Mutilated. Ah, okay. Again, three years apart.
1: Ah, Isn't yes. that fun? Yeah, that's Isn't fucking, fucking interesting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tomb of the Mutilated is fucking great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, bleeding's just my personal favorite of the two, but they're both great.
1: And I used to love it when I couldn't make out the lyrics. It it just all sounded like to me. And so I was like, there's a fucking howler monkey just making noise on there, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that was what really kind of was a step up for the bleeding was, you know, I looked for that. You can throw it in. You can hear and understand what the fuck is going on.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: when I did death metal vocals, I tried my best for that, but sometimes I slacked off.
1: And you can kind of sing along with the lyrics if you want to.
0: To me, you've got to be able to understand it, you know? And Tomb of the Mutilated, I have no idea, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think it was maybe that Chris Barnes was growling, but also a lot of his vocals got lost in the mix with the rest of the music too. So pretty much all you heard was just a...
0: Yeah, it's a lot more slurred, you know, on there. Than The Bleeding, but they're both ass kicking albums. Oh,
1: hell yeah. Just the most fucking brutal death metal of the 90s, man.
0: Yeah. And, you know, some people don't like The Bleeding because it got a little more, I don't know, not main, not even mainstream, but it's just me for, I like it more for the same reason I like a lot of these other ones, at least in my own mind, that it's a more put together, you know, end product. But, yeah. There you go. So what's your number two, since mine was The Bleeding?
1: Alright, well my number two is 1992's Deicide Legion.
0: There you go, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, you're not wrong with that. I remember back in the day, uh, really just fucking Revocate the Agitator. That song is so fucking badass.
1: Yeah, and my favorite one was Satan Spawn the Demon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Also again, the three year difference between the two. (laughs) Uncanny. And uh, you're not wrong. Like I said, on Baldies, you're not wrong on any of them.
1: Yeah. Well, you'll mm-hmm. probably hate my number one pick since you don't think of them as death metal. Well, but I'll let my you number
0: get, one get pick is uh, probably no surprise to you. Suffocation, pierced from Within from 1995. 95 was a popular year for my list. Um, Malevolent Creation was in 98 but suffocation 95 once upon the cross 95 at the gate slaughtered the soul 95 and the bleeding 94 but Ooh. pierce from within is the pinnacle it's like the culmination of the first three suffocation albums an honorable mention to effigy uh, from 91 because that fucker it's it's still I, don't, I can't believe that came out in 1991 and i still listen to you listen to a lot of the shit from 91 and it's this very old sounding, but dude, Effigy, it doesn't, man. The way it kicks in, the grooves, it's just, it doesn't sound
1: as old as it is. No, and there's not that, um, you know, the, the tape hiss, even when things get transferred over to CD, you still hear the tape hiss and it's very low sometimes yeah. on, um, on a lot of older CDs that you listen to. Well you put in like effigy of the forgotten and there's like no low noise floor there's no tape hiss it's just kind of all in your face
0: yeah i don't like the sound of that album i like the sound of it but again it's got that old you know up to me i wish somebody would spruce up some of these pearson withins another one that sounds better than effigy don't get me wrong but it just i don't know oh, you know sorry, modern music up. is produced so much yeah. better and cleaner
1: I, I know you were talking about Pierce from Within, and I said Effigy, but I actually meant Pierce from Within.
0: <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, Dude, Effigy fucking gems. I, I could have put that on here, too. but yeah. Uh, yeah, Pierce from Within, another one, too, where if you go from Effigy, it's pretty hard to understand uh, Frank Mullen's vocals. But as he gets to Pierce, you listen to Pierce, you can pretty much get everything just listening to it. So
1: Yeah, you can kind of growl along with it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have that crazy super low that he had on effigy, but it's still really fucking good. Yeah. So there you go, that's mine. All right,
1: all right. So no, number one, now don't get pissed at me. All right, <laughs> I do, I mean, all right.
0: you so see your list man. Year, the
1: year was nineteen ninety, and obituary cause of death was my jam. I mean, I love the Tardy Brothers, their grooves that they put out. I mean, I'm not gonna lie that. They did get a lot of their sound from Celtic Frost or Celtic Frost, however you want to say it. Uh, But they just kind of took that and put some death metal growls on there. Fucking I love the cover of the album. It's amazing. It looks like some HP Lovecraft type shit. And I don't know. All of that combined together with the music that's on. It's very raw. It's very in your face. Um, It does have that low sound to it. But it's still, I love the grooves on it. I love the screams, and like that was my vision of death metal in the 1990s.
0: Wow, I hate to have a counterpoint to your to your number <laughs> one.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't think Obituary. I know that everybody says they're death metal, everybody, but to me they don't. They're not death metal because they don't have any of the the riffs aren't death metal. You know, to me when I think of death metal, I think of uh you know i don't know a half low half really fast up high riff blast beating they don't really have any of that it's kind of just like groovy thrash almost to me like to me they're a thrash band but
1: really see that's one of the reasons why i liked it so much is because it was different than a lot of the death metal that was out there and it had it just had grooves and it didn't have the blast beats all the time so it, it was just different
0: yeah yeah, I actually never got into Obituate <laughs> Like by the time I heard, heard them, I think that that was like I was already on harder shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Man,
1: this is too soft for me. I'm not gonna listen to
0: this. I thought it was soft, but yeah. But I think by the time I heard them, I was already listening to like you know really fucking heavy shit, yeah. and didn't do much for me. But I know I was. Trust me, I looked around to see after I came up with mine. I was like, what is what does some other people think? And a lot of people thought that. This album was like the fucking death metal, band, uh, death metal album of the 90s. So, I mean, I'm the one who's wrong, I guess. You know,
1: you know. Oh, everybody's got their own opinion. And at that time, also, uh, Roadrunner and Eric, they were both making a lot of big moves in the extreme metal. They were signing like all these fucking bands, and that's how... like, There was Metal Blade, of Cannibal Corpse, and then there was fucking... There was Morbid Angel, which was on Roadrunner, I believe, at that time. Uh, Are they on Roadrunner for
0: their early shit? I don't know. I
1: I don't know if they were on Metal Blade, or maybe they were on Metal Blade. But I know that the three companies were kind of having a rivalry to see who had, like, the most extreme metal. And then there was Earache, which also had Nocturnes and bands like fucking Godflesh, which was kind of a mix between uh, industrial and death metal at that time
0: covenant was on uh earache
1: oh it was okay yeah
0: earache records there you go
1: yeah hmm. so you had two american labels and then one uh uk label
0: right it's crazy to think that bands like that were actually i i guess they were popular enough at that time or at least some of those bands like corpse and maybe deicide and shit and morbid angel were big enough that they were trying to kind of take a risk on some of these smaller bands and it's interesting that at a time there was that was somewhat popular you know
1: yeah during that time like the florida death metal scene was popping and i just wonder who started it off so to make like cannibal corpse drive from buffalo to florida and just you know set up shop there
0: and it's really weird that they completely moved
1: yeah well buffalo's cold as fuck so i probably wouldn't live up there either
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you're not wrong, I guess. Uh, But Florida? No offense, people in Florida.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty damn hot.
0: Covenant sold 150,000 copies in the U.S.
1: Wow. In
0: 2017, Rolling Stone named it the 75th best metal album of all time.
1: Well deserved. I mean, mm. mean, they were on MTV Headbangers Ball all the time. They had... They were even yeah. featured on Beavis and ButtHead, where Beavis and ButtHead were making fun of the song.
0: Yeah, right. I too. I remember like just, um, that was recorded at Morris Sound. A lot of those Florida fucking albums were at Morrisound. I remember back in the day, like, wow, that place is awesome. They, you know, he does all the death metal albums because he did. He was doing Corpse, Deicide. He did like all that shit there.
1: Oh shit! So- and did you know on uh, Satan Spawn the Caco Demon? the song features a backwards message at 20 seconds in, a voice can be heard repeating the song's title I don't doubt it I never knew that
0: Yeah, you look at some of the shit in Morris Sound recording (laughs) they did a couple of atheist albums, oh dude they did Cancer, Death Shall Rise I forgot about that, that's a pretty dope album too Cancer
1: and when you mentioned Broken Hope, I was like oh fuck, why didn't I think of that I was just looking at the albums I had like ready before me in my um, in my little library there.
0: So one thing is, one thing here is not like the other. Uh, Brooke Hogan featuring Paul Wall two thousand six. That that's... was done at Morris Sound. <laughs> <laughs> what? But yeah, Corpse did like fucking a ton of albums there. Like their first six albums were all at Morris Sound. All the way up to Gallery. Death, DSide did a ton of them there. Um, let me see Deicide. Oh, not. Oh, no, they did Serpents of the Light there. What the fuck? They
1: did? Why does it Whoa, sound what, so weird?
0: Why does that album suck? The guitar <laughs> sucks so much on there. I always thought like, the guitar on that album sounded like you were plugged into just a shitty practice amp. You
1: know? It,
0: it, it's all treble.
1: There's no bass.
0: Yep. Iced Earth, a bunch of their albums, a bunch of Marbid Angel, Napalm Death, Harmony Corruption. Napalm would be in here, but... Uh, they're a, considered a grind band. So. Yeah,
1: because I was going to put them in as honorable mention, but only for the one album that was like more death metal, which was the the album based off the EP with Greed Killing.
0: Mm. I mean, you know, like I was kind of on uh, one of the other episodes, me growing up, it was like, dude, all these bands were death metal. It wasn't until like our band started playing in other places that we started, you know, people were like talking about genres they're like, oh, you guys are this. I'm like i I don't guess <laughs> you know <laughs> like i don't know we never considered a lot of these genres you know it was just like oh they're fucking that's a death metal band
1: yeah well we didn't have as many genres back then though there, now there's a fucking subgenre to almost everything
0: oh yeah that's like the joke in my one of my old bands like hawaiian shirt core banana core you know <laughs> we would fucking say that we'd put that on flyers and shit we people ask like oh, what kind of a band are you like oh, we're hawaiian shirt core <laughs> that one sticks out. Banana Core was another one that that's fucking sticks out. Look, Banana Core. Banana Core. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's we agree so, uh... on some, we disagree on others. But that that really is interesting to me how there's like a three year gap between all of like almost all of them for us.
1: Yeah, and I never even realized that until you brought yeah, it up.
0: You like the earlier album, I like the later albums.
1: Yeah. But we can both agree that after. Um... After Once Upon the Cross, it was uh, Deicide's falling down a little bit.
0: I think I jumped off. Serpents of the Light sucked. Incinerate Him really sucked. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I've ever gone back. You know, a lot of those bands, I'm still down for heavy-ass shit. You know, new Black Dahlia Murder album comes out. I'm down for it. I'm there. You know, but, like, those older bands, like a new Corpse album, I just have a hard time with it, man.
1: Mostly because they've been doing the same thing, so it definitely sounds dated.
0: Well, what are you going to do? Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to come out and do something different at this point. No, I mean, you're not. It's your bread and butter. You're not going to bring anybody else in, and you're going to lose, probably, because, I mean, you know how those fucking hardcore death metal fans are. You know? I mean, if you try to do anything different, they're going to bitch about it. They're going to. Oh, they still. You you just know how it is, right? Yeah,
1: they. But what are they going to do at this point? Like experimental death metal or some weird shit? I mean, they do change a lot. You know, I like Gallery of Suicide, I thought it had like a
0: way different sound to it than, you know, their older shit. Even like Bloodthirst was like the last ass kicker. Like, I'm going to listen to Corpse. And they go that about that far
1: back. What's interesting, though, is that each one has a completely different vibe than the previous one. And like, you know, they have their typical banger songs where they're just talking about blood, guts and gore. And then there's kind of a running theme throughout the rest of the album, though, where it's like, all right, this one is going to be a more brutal death metal. This one is going to be technical. This one is going to be, you know, this, that and the other. I've noticed that like with Red Before Black, it's um, a lot more tuned to like psychotic behaviors and like slasher films, that kind of thing.
0: Maybe I should give some of that. I like, maybe I should just listen to like the newest Deicide album, the newest Corpse album. <laughs> I, but,
1: I wouldn't uh, listen to In the Minds of Evil. I did not like that one. But with Corpse, you know, uh, Corpse
0: Grinder doesn't really help. The case of, like, everything he does is just very similar to me. Even on the Eldens, I like, like, Bloodthirst and shit like that. It's like the patterns are very... And then the, the big... The... Uh, you know the upward mm-hmm. it's just very kind of like
1: I don't know man by the numbers yeah So he's tremendous ever, though his voice is tremendous and shit don't get me wrong dude, dude have you seen his neck he's fucking thick man <laughs> you don't you get <laughs> Damn, that neck that's by like <laughs> <laughs> you get that neck by like screaming death metal vocals every day of your life I think it's by fucking head banging every day maybe yeah
0: the fucking windmill with the hair that he always does I'm sure oh. that's why his neck is so
1: strong Oh shit, man!
0: Good luck trying to cut that head off. Yeah, but you can't fuck with the uh, can't fuck with fuck with corpse, right? So
1: No, nah, I mean they've been a staple of American death metal for the longest time. Like what is it, thirty plus years now?
0: Hey, well, last time we talked, yeah, the the, the big four of death metal. So yeah, they are the the death
1: metal band. Yeah, the the most recognizable, I'd say. Oh yeah, I've been being in a.
0: I remember popping so hard when they were in Ace Ventura.
1: (laughs) I was gonna say that. Yeah, they showed up in Ace Ventura strictly because, um, strictly because Jim Carrey requested that they be there.
0: Yeah, he was into that shit at that time.
1: That was sweet, man. Yeah. (laughs) There's an extended. Depends which
0: version, because like that movie has a lot of different kind of little clips that they use other places. Like I was watching. I've seen that movie a thousand times. And I was happened to catch it on TV a couple of years ago. And there was a scene out of nowhere, a scene I had never seen before in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And it blew my fucking brain out, too. Wow. What was it? I might have to check he, that out. Before he goes to Finkel's house, he shows up in the city that Finkel's from and he goes to this bar. Okay. And it's just, I guess they use it on some TV edits. But it's not on the DVD. It's not, you know, anywhere else when you stream it or any of that shit. It's just they used it for TV. And I believe with the Cannibal Corpse one, there's an extended version of that as well. Because early on, I think like if you watch it in some places, he gets up on the stage and jumps off. But I think there are there's versions where he's doing vocals.
1: Oh, for I've them. never like seen Like he grabs that the either. mic
0: and shit. I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay, yeah, okay. I'm gonna have to check out the TV version because I have never seen that edit that you're talking about. I have you seen it. One... <laughs> like you've
0: seen the movie a thousand times. You imagine see like a movie you've seen a billion times, all of a sudden out of nowhere is this scene you've never fucking seen before. Yeah, and then like you it see it.
1: Man, that's yeah. fucking amazing. I was like, holy shit. It's like I have this uh <laughs> I'll always stop on Saved by the Bell when I
0: see it. <laughs> And I have this like fantasy that it's not going to happen, but I have this fantasy that I'm going to see an episode of Save of the Bell I've never seen before. It's not going to happen because I've seen everyone like 5,000 times,
1: but <laughs> it's a similar type of thing. Where hopefully the, the one who did Showgirls gets naked. Elizabeth Berkeley? Yeah, Elizabeth Berkeley. That show's
0: called. coming back now.
1: It's oh, I the, heard about that. The yeah, Peacock. They're... They're bringing it back, yeah. Yeah,
0: And I guess Zach Morris is in it, and he's married to Kelly, and he's the governor of California.
1: In the show or in real life?
0: No, well, in the show. What okay. Do <laughs> like,
1: I don't know who the fuck the governor of California is now, so honestly, I don't.
0: It's not that much of a far stretch, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if they, they had Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, fucking yeah. who's the other guy? Clint Eastwood, right? Was Clint no. Eastwood the governor? No, they had Ronald Reagan as governor. Okay. Who was an actor and shit too, but... Alright, so who... uh, Jesse Ventura, what was he governor of?
0: Governor of Minnesota.
1: Okay. I don't know, for some reason I was thinking California.
0: Yeah. Exactly. NASA, outer space
1: exploration, or death cult? (laughs) I never once saw any of those shows. On, dude. I'm going to have to check that out I,
0: Jesse Ventura um, What the fuck was it called dude Oh I think it was just Wasn't it, it was something just called conspiracy, conspiracy theory.
1: Yeah conspiracy theory Conspiracy theory It's fucking uh, great dude let We've me gone off the rails We're not even monster. talking about metal anymore <laughs> The last thing we left off Was uh, Ace Ventura Cannibal Corpse
0: Yeah well You know Like I said corpse is the pinnacle of death metal who's gonna pick that up yeah i guess maybe we have to do something with like death metal
1: bands of like the you know of now or something i don't i don't know how many there are there's so many genres now though it's it's ridiculous you don't you have old school death metal you have death thrash metal you have fucking melodic death metal and everything in between it's like how do you how do you pick just like regular death metal
0: I'm convinced that the only people who listen to death metal now are people who are in death metal bands. (laughs) Or were in death metal bands. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's almost like with wrestling podcasts, right? Because I do a wrestling podcast, if you don't know where. It seems like that genre has the most. Death metal. Doesn't it seem like there's more death metal bands than there are any kind of band?
1: yeah and there's uh what's that new uh genre called slam now is that is that like brutal death metal or not
0: new slam is old
1: when did that come out
0: in the early 90s i think people i think people already talked about suffocation and internal bleeding being part of slam because they're both from new york as well but there's that slam is old what's that guy um on youtube the punk rock mba familiar with that guy
1: no, not at all. He
0: does uh, some cool videos about you know music history, but he has some shit on slam. He and he's talking about obscure slam bands I've never even heard. So yeah, that check that guy out. He's got a lot of cool shit, but he kind of goes through the history of slam. But I, as far as like my you know whatever I give a shit about, suffocation, internal bleeding would be like the slam death bands.
1: Really? Uh, it was just really just that death. death
0: you know the fucking death metal.
1: But with the heavy-ass groove, you know? Okay. So that's what Slam would be then, like groove death metal?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And like when I was in a death
0: metal, you know, like I was in a band that we put out a death metal album. I think And by the second album, I don't think we were death metal anymore. But (laughs) we were, not really. Our first album was, you know, pretty standard-ish death metal. Had the death growls. And then I threw all that shit out for the second album. Did like completely new different vocals and our music just kept changing all the time so i don't know but anyway we were always big into the slam bands yeah so you became uh, because more they had the progressive the groove. After like a while, we're right? i don't know we were always about the groove every band i've ever been in no matter what the genre it's got heavy ass grooves <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know let me see here i'm looking this up um slam it's slam death metal and yeah like i said early 90s new york scene i know what i'm talking about huh Mm. Um, suffocation, devourment internal bleeding uh, short bus pile up I've never heard of that (laughs) Ben
1: that's hilarious
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty good though but yeah so like I said it was just that fucking death metal but just that kind of people say rap or hip hop influences
1: I don't know about that yeah I don't think I've ever heard anything like that
0: yeah but to me i guess i was always just those heavy grooves you know suffocation Inter- you listen to some internal bleeding it's you hadn't you oh, weren't yeah. really familiar with it was before fucking good man i dug it but yeah they've the same thing they've got the blast but then they go into the heavy ass grooves and like i love that shit even later on they're, they're not death metal but soil and green like pussy soul or some Mouth secrets it's like they just have that heavy ass groove and the uh, that shit makes me fucking tight in the pants <laughs>
1: So all obituary would have to do to get your attention is uh keep the groove but add some blast beats to it and break down Yeah,
0: it's that's not that's a different groove, man. <laughs> it's like a different groove to me. Oh shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like you got that you got that very heavy Celtic frost influence and then you've just got that rah, rah, ooh, rah, kind of vocals and you know, it's just
0: To me obituary is just like thrash. But you know, like I said, I don't know. Everyone else says a death metal, so.
1: Yeah, I always thought it was death metal because it had the death metal topics and the very downtuned guitars and everything. I guess is that what makes it death metal?
0: <laughs> yeah, to me, cause... it's like the blasts, and then the death metal style riffs. You know, which, like I said, would be like uh, <laughs> I always like the half low, half high. Yeah,
1: and you use a different the... scale for death metal too. Yeah.
0: The slow, the slow, slow,
1: and then the fast, high, <laughs> put together. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess you're right, though. Like, a lot of people would consider that, and I looked into it where Possessed, like, they're considered one of the purveyors of death metal. But I would actually, listening back to them, I would actually consider them more thrash. Yeah, yeah. They were very, very heavy on the speed, so, yeah, I guess I would consider them more thrash than death metal.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, this hey, this man. It's all out there. Top five. We got to do something where, like death metal in movies, if there's a lot of bands that have done that.
0: (laughs) There's a one, dude.
1: (laughs) There's just Cannibal Corpse.
0: (laughs) I can't think of any other ones. I don't think there are any other ones. I don't know what else we're going to do, so I guess you can send us topics. I don't know. We're like, let's do something once a month. Yeah. (laughs) Old guy metal cast. Old
1: guys talk about shit from the 90s.
0: We don't really know what that all entails yet,
1: so (laughs) let us know. (laughs) (laughs) And it, I mean, I've probably been wrong at least fifteen times on this already because even though I like to talk about death metal, there I'm very limited to the death metal that I listened to in the '90s because it was mainly like the Florida shit, you know. Well, dude,
0: and it uh, was—I was thinking about that too. There's bands that just never hit your radar because we're talking about cds 15 20 dollars for a cd yeah and unless i had it or one of my bandmates who i hung out with all the time had it you didn't listen to it you know like one dude probably had i remember like i had one sinister album i had one um dismember album you know what i'm saying punch and stench the buttering mm-hmm. i had that album you know it's like between all of you, you maybe have one album, and if somebody doesn't have an album from one of these bands, it just it didn't exist in our world, because unless somebody put that fucking CD in front of you, you weren't going to hear it. So.
1: Right. How else are you going to hear it? Because we didn't have the internet at that time. Yeah. No, we didn't have shit. Or if we had internet, you know, it was very primitive at that time. Yeah, it's not like you were trading fucking MP3s over the internet in, uh, like, 97 or something. I, yeah, at exactly. least I wasn't.
0: I mean that went even later than that, you know, where YouTube came out and when. Two thousand, like way, way newer than you'd think, actually.
1: Dude, I can't even remember. I think YouTube might be fifteen years old, maybe. I'm not entirely sure, but it's still young. It's still pretty young.
0: Dude, YouTube was activated. the The domain name for YouTube.com was activated on, in 2005, February 14th,
1: 2005. Wow. Okay. 2005. So that is 15 years old then, right?
0: Yeah, was like, 2005 was like 24 years old. Shit. So yeah, like I said that's just how it went. If you didn't have or some of those other obscure bands, Gorefest or something like that, right? One person would find it used in a used bin and then if you hung out with him, maybe he'd throw it in. Eventually you trade it for something. Like, I'll trade you this fucking album for it. Yeah. But
1: Dude, Interesting. That was like a
0: lost art too, right? The UCD bin.
1: Yeah, but um remember how on the last episode we were talking about BMG music and fucking Columbia House? Um, yeah. The yeah. the first Gore Fest album I ever got was actually through BMG music.
0: I don't think I ever owned a Gore Fest album.
1: I probably I had the it. most death metal Gorefest album that they came out with where, like, the horrors of a re- retarded mind or some shit like that. <laughs> come <laughs> come on, I doubt it was doing
0: <laughs> Did is... Gorefest have a baby blue CD? Uh, or was that some remember. other fucking hardcore metal band? God damn, I it, wish I could remember.
1: It might have been. Oh, uh, I mean, I... there was a band who
0: had... There was, like, two bands of that same name.
1: Fuck, I wonder who that was. Maybe so I there's can a remember hardcore band called Gorefest as well? There was? No, I'm asking you. It was. No, no, a I'm saying... Band?
0: I think it was a different band. Oh, okay. I can't remember what the name of it was, but there was, you know... I had Death Metal one and then a regular one, but they had this baby blue CD, and I remember thinking how fucking ridiculous that was. <laughs> that their CD was just baby blue colored.
1: Oh, shit. Okay, so yeah, it was 19, uh, 1991 that I had. Um mind loss and my favorite song was horrors in a retarded mind <laughs> Oh no shit well. <laughs> fucking crazy and the cover was just insane man it's like got a a little castle made of metal and there's a baby's head on the fucking cover and it's drooling some shit it's fucking weird man yeah
0: like you ever listen to some of those old weird out like bands Punch and stench or
1: not Sinister? In a long time but i do remember that or even, you ever listen to a rigor mortis album? I don't think so. Where the um, 10,000 Maniacs or some shit like that, and they're just talking about some weird shit, like Freddy Krueger type stuff.
0: You know, like, you look up Punch and Stench, The Buttering? Is <laughs> <laughs> it Ben Cot Butter. I think it's Ben Cot Butter.
1: That's the most hilarious album title. I got to check that out because I don't think I've heard that.
0: I guess it's, yeah, Ben Cot buttering. <laughs> Look at the fucking album cover for that, man. Fucking <laughs>
1: ridiculous. Let me see here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's... Yeah. The, what the hell is that? Two corpses kissing? Two
0: two old guys, severed heads, yeah, kissing.
1: <laughs> ben Cot buttering.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> I had that album back in the day. Because, like, back then, you know, you would just be looking in the UCD bin, you see something with a pentagram or like dudes on the back with long hair who looked fucking badass. Yeah. Or, you know, this album, the first the first track on it, Shrunken and Mummified Bitch.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. yeah, or you pick it because the cover looks badass, you know, it's got like you said a pentagram on the cover or it's got like some corpses doing weird shit. Yeah. I think
0: it. that's pretty much how I listen to a lot of those bands that's certainly how i got macabre uh sinister slaughter which fuck that album rules still huh. you ever listen to those guys
1: no i've never heard of that either oh uh, there's just a lot of stuff that has gone under my radar for so long
0: macabre is like there all their songs are about serial killers later on they did an album all about Dahmer. it's called Dahmer. Dahmer. but sinister slaughter dude check that out man really
1: good oh this is uh, cool uh, ben caught buttering it's uh the cover art is a parody of the famous picture with Leonid brezev and eric hochner kissing at the celebrations of the 30th birthday of former german democratic republic in 1979 so that's pretty cool that
0: shit, that shit went over my fucking head back yeah. and then
1: <laughs> i don't even know i've never heard of such a thing but i guess it happened and they made a parody of it
0: Pungent stench could be from there. I don't know where the fuck they're from.
1: Austrian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, there you go. I guess we're listening to those. I we have some. Uh, we have a couple of Austrian listeners of S- SCL. Oh, cool. Maybe they will listen to this and they will be like, "Pungent stench."
1: Yeah, send send us your um, recommendations for non-American death metal bands. He's not into metal. I don't think. Uh-huh.
0: He's a musician. He sends me shit. It's actually like Rockabilly, surprisingly. Oh, it's cool. Like I like Rockabilly. Austrian, I know. It's like this Austrian dude playing Rockabilly. It's like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> you know? Because that's like a... <laughs> I mean, that's a super American genre of music. Yeah. You know? it's... Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of you know those genres that are just american as fuck
1: <laughs> the rockabilly is one of them like when you think of ska and you you're thinking of like the mighty mighty boss or something
0: yeah ska would be you know super american yeah there's a lot of different ones but i don't know i think we're good here yeah i think,
1: I think uh shit we've yeah, we've done we've done our part about 50 minutes so holy shit uh so yeah
0: the fucking this has been the old guy metal cast. The OG metal cast, if OG you will.
1: OGMC. <laughs> We're not... <laughs> uh, yeah, hit
0: me up on Twitter, at Suplex City Limit. Uh, you can also check out my other shows, Suplex City Limits. We get high, recap the week in pro wrestling. Uh, myself and Tyler Fudge. And my other show, the Check Engine Light Podcast on YouTube, uh, where we decide if different rides are tits or shits. So check that out.
1: Yeah. If you're into cars, even if you're not into cars, check that shit out. Yeah. And I can be found on the Inhuman Experience podcast where we plumb the depths of the supernatural and the strange with me and Bobby Anthem. Um, Also, we've got another show called Inhuman Cafe. It's myself, Bobby Anthem, and Jay from Conspiracy Cafe. And we pretty much just talk shit for an hour and a half.
0: Mm, There you go. Look at us overachieving.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Check out all my podcasts. (laughs) Listen to everything, even if you're not into it. Just listen to it anyway. Sometimes I wonder, like, why did I do all these
0: podcasts? (laughs) Uh, Started a a new one about fucking metal
1: from the 90s? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, let's fucking do it. Hey, at least it's not once a week, man. We'd we'd run out of topics real fast. I can't do that anymore. But uh, we'll be back next
0: month-ish. And uh, I don't know what we'll get into, but... If you have some ideas, let us know.
1: Yeah, send us an email or hit us up on Twitter. You know. There it is. Uh, yeah, you have anything else? Um, I don't know, man. I think. I was thinking about starting a Facebook page where people could like hit us up directly there. So, I don't know if I If I'm you're gonna running it, it, by all means. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate social media, man. But. I, I run too many as it is. Like I'll, I run this too I much. I will open it up and I'll put you in as admin as well. And like whenever you visit, you can like check shit out too.
0: Oh boy! But.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, right. Well, that'll do it for us. Uh, thanks for checking it out, and we'll uh, see you again next time.
1: Yeah, seeing like sometime in December.
0: Yeah, hail Satan. <laughs>